Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity with Susan Shireko, where we help you transform your life by changing what you're telling yourself. Whatever your circumstances, you can experience health, financial security, and a sense of well-being once again. And now, here's your host, Susan Shireko. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity. I'm Susan Shereko, and I am so excited today. I have Melissa Schulman joining me, who I have known for years. Uh, we worked together, oh, it must be five, uh, five years ago, uh, for a little company called BRC Imagination Arts, and she was a project manager there. She's been a project manager for quite some time for major corporations like Warner Brothers, and uh, most recently she's been working with the Hedema Group, and it's a it's the kind of a job where she's in the thick of planning and executing themed entertainment venues. And that's if you don't know what that is, it's basically museums and expositions and special tours and sometimes even amusement parks where people need to see content to enjoy their their experience. So that's been her gig. But that's not why she's here today. Um shortly after I worked with Melissa she and I had the opportunity to have a lunch together, and she she was taking a year off uh, to practice yoga. Now, I didn't know this at the time, but she'd been practicing yoga uh, as a means to treat some chronic pain she was experiencing, but it became much more than that for her. She fell in love with it, and she began to, she was entering what she calls her yoga bubble year, and she was all full of excitement because she was doing yoga teacher training and working at Burbank's um, very popular Yoga Blend Yoga Studios front desk and taking workshops and teaching yoga and going on retreats and all the exciting things that are involved in a, a complete immersion into a subject you love. And by year's end, she was a certified uh, yoga teacher in 2011. She, she actually told me that it was the best year of her life and it was also the year when the idea for Yoga Ert began. So at the point that she and I had lunch, she was just talking about it. And I learned about her vision, and she was in the process of developing it, and then I never heard another word. So suddenly, in my e- inbox from my email, I see a message that says there's a grand opening. She's been working on this idea for four years. And that's why I asked her to join us today, because I want to hear about her process of moving from an idea to a fully operational business, what she did, how she kept her focus, how she dealt with the bumps in the road that happened to just about all of us. And a lot of people would give up, but Melissa didn't. And that's what I think is important for us to hear about. So please wave your hands and welcome Melissa Schulman. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, Susan. Thank you so much. Thank you for that great introduction. Well, it, it really puts you in perspective, and that's what I wanted to do. Um, yes, so thank you. and I remember that one, too. I you do remember? Oh, good. I do. I do. <laughs> but, so let's jump right in and pick up for me, uh, or for our listeners, too, just what is the business you've created and what's it called and why did you call it that? Why do you feel such a strong pull to do it? 
Yes. Um, so Yoga Earth is the name. And I'll tell you that the story of how that name came to be in a moment. But it's an organic, dairy-free or vegan um, frozen yogurt store with a yoga studio ambiance. Um, we make our soft serve from scratch in the store, including making our own almond milk, then an almond cashew base. And not only is it all organic and dairy-free, but it's also gluten-free, kosher, preservative-free. We add in the probiotics. So we, we tried to make a product that was just as healthy as can be, but still tastes really great. Um, and then we also have some smoothies, and we use all biodegradable cups, spoons, bowls, and napkins. So we kind of wanted to tie it all in with the yoga, healthy, eco-friendly um, vibe that we were trying to create. Um, so that's kind of uh, what the business is. It all started from the name, the name of Yoga Earth. I know some people think it's a silly or weird name, and it kind of is, but I think it works really well. Um, I was at lunch with my cousin four years ago, and he was teasing me about being a yoga teacher. And so he um, he was joking that he said that yogurt was created before yoga. And I said, no, I'm pretty sure yoga was created before yogurt. And we joked about this for about 45 minutes. He's very funny, and he was throwing out tons of uh, reasons, silly reasons why yogurt came before yoga. And at the end of the conversation, he said, you should teach yoga yogurt and call it yogurt and we laughed and we laughed <laughs> and we thought it was very funny and then we joked we could have yogurt and we could have pizza lattes and so we were just having a good time but there was something about it and then two weeks later it was his birthday and uh, I wrote on his Facebook page happy birthday hope all your dreams come true he wrote all I want is yogurt and he was completely <laughs> joking he could care less but Something about seeing the name Yoga Earth in writing appealed to me in a way that I can't even explain. I was just like, what is this place? I was so fascinated by it. And my mind just started going. And I started thinking, what could this Yoga Earth place be? And I talked to some of my yoga friends. I talked to some of my non-yoga friends. And I told them about, you know, what do you think about, like, a yoga studio with an organic frozen yogurt store, that kind of a thing. And everyone really thought it was a cool, it was a cool idea. And I, as you mentioned, I was taking a year off from working and immersed myself in everything yoga, and it was definitely the best year of my life. And I, I decided that I wanted to do a business plan. I, I wanted to figure out what this place could be. I, I had no money, and I always knew from the beginning I had no money. But I was like, I'm just going to do the business plan. I have some time right now. And I'm going to see where it takes me. And I dove into the business plan, and I started working with um, the SBA because they offer a lot of free services for startups. And so I went to SCORE for help with uh, financials. They're local in Glendale. And then I went to um, something called Pacific Coast Regional Small Business Development Center in Los Angeles for my main consultants in 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 legal things, in marketing, in social media. And I uh, had many meetings with all of them. I went to business workshops, and I researched the yoga and yogurt industries as much as I possibly could. And the more that I got into it, the more excited I got. I mean, it, it just started to take over my life in a way that 
nothing ever has before. And I, um, yeah, so I just kind of just dove in into the business plan with the hopes that once I had the business plan, I could go out and find an investor. <laughs> so that was kind of that was kind of the hope. So that's that's kind of where the name came from, and uh, a little bit about uh, how the journey started. Well, I know you've uh, it took obviously it took four years, so this is a, a long time coming. Uh, during which time you were doing all this research and working with the SBA and SCORE and, and the Pacific. What was the name of that Pacific? Pacific Coast Regional Small Business Development Center. There's there's many different small business development centers, I think, in, in cities across the U.S. Well, that is, and that's the, I think, the source as a resource for you that had to be invaluable. Um, yeah. Now, but that's that's sort of a slow boat to China here. In when when did it really kick off and you started pulling together your team and and getting serious that you were going to try to do this? Well. Um, Let's see. Well, I, I spent like a year or two trying to get investors, and that that never happened. I just tried everything that I could think of, networking events, contacting owners of healthy restaurants, all, all different kinds of things. But my family, it just never seemed to pan out. And um, I, I had to go back to the corporate world, and I was lucky enough to find two great jobs. I'm in the second one now. I've been with for a couple of years, but, you know, I'm so grateful for it, and I really enjoy Um but, you know, my passion for yoga never never went away. And um, so I, I just actually, I realized at a certain point that I wasn't going, I probably was not going to get an investor. <laughs> After two years, I, 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 I came to the conclusion, I, I wasn't giving up on yoga, but I was giving up on the idea of getting an investor. And I, I kind of had this moment where I realized the only way this is going to happen is if I get the money myself, if I, get, if I can save enough money to get the SBA to give me a loan. And so then I, I made that my goal to work as hard as I could and save as much money as I could so that I could um, go back to the SBA. And uh, so that's kind of what I did. I spent, um, when I did go back to work, you know, I just, I just saved as much money as I could. And then um, do you want me to dive into the R&D part of it? Um, well, I, I would in a minute, but um, I know that you also, one of the things you mentioned to me when, when we talked just before we started this call was that you had never worked in a restaurant before. So you it wasn't just about finding funding. It was really about the whole kit and caboodle of this this enterprise for you. You really had to learn from scratch. Oh, yeah. I had so much to learn. The, the, the good thing that I had... Uh, is the business background. I'm, I feel like that comes natural to me, being a project manager, putting all the pieces together and, and, and money and, and schedule and all of that is, is pretty natural for me. But, yes, I had never worked in a restaurant before. I knew nothing about food. I, I knew nothing about restaurants. So, so which came first, the R&D or putting a team together to work with you on the R&D? Uh, putting a team together to work with me on the R&D. And I started that actually four, four years ago. When, the, when I first had the idea, I reached out to um, a wonderful friend named Meredith Sarah Klein, who I met at a yoga retreat. She was the chef for the weekend. And I reached out to her, and we met, and I explained to her what my idea, what my crazy idea was at the time. 
And she was, she thought it was interesting, and she was interested in doing uh, R&D with me. But I didn't really have the money to do it. So we did one short round of R&D to create a vegan product because I knew from the beginning that the product that we had had to be something different than what was out there because we were appealing to yogis and health-conscious people. And four years ago, there wasn't really good options. I knew it had to be all organic. I knew I wanted some vegan options. And so um, that's what I contacted her about. Um, I also found a food scientist through LinkedIn um, that I contacted back then too. But like I said, I didn't really have the money to move forward with the R&D. So cut to three years later, which was about a year ago, I was able to save enough money to, to start that part of it. And I contacted both uh, Meredith and Jim Brusselian, um, who is the food scientist, and to see if they remembered me and if they were still interested. Cool. And um, they they definitely were both still interested, and so um, they became my R and D team. And the three of us had many conversations before we started, and then we developed a process with Meredith's wonderful. Um, she's a chef. She's a private chef, and she uses Ayurvedic methods, and she does vegan retreat yoga retreats all the time. And so we used her her knowledge. And then we used um, Jim's expertise on the science end of it because there's a lot of science in the soft serve, um, getting the right amount of the balance of things. And, um, and then my, my kind of overall direction of what I wanted for our, our product, and the three of us worked together over the last year to create um, nine great flavors. Which is awesome. And I, but I'm, I know you're working full-time for, for Hedemai, and I wonder, at what point were you able to let go of the idea that you might be working in the store full-time? <laughs> well, I think I knew all along that I would not, I, I was not going to be able to do that because I knew the best way for yogurt to be successful was not for me to take money from it, and I needed to have, I need a salary because I have bills to pay, and it's just, it's just a fact of life. And so I knew from the beginning that I would have to hire a store manager that I felt very secure with because I knew that um, in, until it made sense for me to do otherwise that I, I would have to have a full-time job to support me. Well, that is, I mean, those are fairly large obstacles for a lot of people. They think, oh, I have to stop now. But um, you didn't do that. Uh, what what other were there any other major obstacles that you faced? I mean, I think you mentioned that you have you'd gone through a really hard time uh, at some point during this four year period. Um, would you be willing to share a little on that? Sure. Um, yeah, about three years ago, and I really feel like it's non non related to yogurt. Although I don't know, some of my friends or family might say otherwise. But I I went through a really hard time um, where I live. I have a condo and. Um, I was greatly affected by um, noise from my neighbors in my sleep continuously for over three months. It's basically some noise and vibrations from their um, AC units that sat on my roof, and they would literally come on and off all night long and jolt me awake. And um, it caused a lot of anxiety in my life and uh, lack of sleep, and all of that really built up. And um, I, I, to be honest, I had a breakdown. I mean, my body was just telling me that it had enough 
and um, the first time anything like that ever happened to me, and it was a horrible feeling. It affected my health, and um, I just, I knew I wasn't functioning as well as I could be at that time, and so during that time, of course, yogurt was a back burner. I mean, I, I, I couldn't find investors anyway, so nothing was really happening there, but um, it was definitely back burner for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really, I hit, I hit a breaking point for myself. Well, that's, that's a real internal obstacle that, you know, how did you get through it? So, I mean, did you ever consider giving up the idea of the shop? I never considered giving it up, but it was just very, very far away. It was out of sight for a bit. And my, my focus at that time was, uh, kind of survival, uh, for myself. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, um, it was, that was really what, what took over my life. Uh, I, I was working and I was functioning well at work. I was somehow able to hide it from, from my job, but, um, but every other part of my life was, uh, was hit very hard. And so I, um, I knew I needed help. So I confided in a couple of really close family members. And then I, it was clear that, you know, the best thing was to do some therapy to see if that would help me and to also at the same time work at a resolution where I live and to get me out of the situation. Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. kind of where my focus went for, for that time period. So I'm, I'm very curious because you and I have talked about uh, this, this topic before, but what was it that kept you going? You know, I'm, here on this program, I talk quite a bit about inner games and outer games, and the I, you know, the idea that we we do a lot of outer work as part of our conscious mind, and we we do the the activities that are necessary to keep a business going or keep our lives going, but there's a lot of inner work that we do as well. And many of if, if we don't pay attention to that side, we can find that we're unable to accomplish anything. We just stop cold, and it just uh, is it's frustrating because you you know what you're supposed to be doing and yet you can't seem to bring yourself to do it and so I'm curious what was it that kept you going uh, and both and both these levels? Um, well, the inner work for me, I guess, I would consider that my spiritual journey, which you know I've been on my whole life, but really I've been conscious of it um, probably the last. Uh, I don't know, seven or eight. I mean, I I had chronic back pain like nine years ago where I was facing surgery and, and everything. And, um, and you know, I, I started reading some spiritual books that really helped me through that time. And um, and I've continued to read, read those books, um, you know, books by like Michael Singer, The Untethered Soul, or Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth, or, you know, Marianne Williamson, or a bunch of those kinds of books. Um, and and in the last few years with yoga, or those books have definitely helped me, books, and then reading something like Brene Brown's Daring Greatly, um, which is all about being vulnerable and having vulnerable, being vulnerable, being a strength, not a weakness, which I had always thought it was a weakness. Um, mm. So things like that have really helped me, but... Um, also, my my yoga practice for sure um, has been a huge help to me in all that it encompasses. Um, well, that's it, that's um, what I that's what I'd like to know. 
what is a yoga practice? I mean, is it just a regular routine or you know, how does it how does it help you in in terms of all these emotional things or these, you know, the stamina to keep going? Yeah, well, most people think of yoga probably just the classes that they hear about, which is called the asana, um, which which is definitely a big part of yoga, um, but it's only a part of yoga. Yoga, yoga to me and in general is it's a, it can be a lifestyle, um, but but to start with, yoga is meant to bring you inner peace. So that's the goal when you go to yoga, um, and. And it definitely has helped me with that. I mean, like I said before, I started yoga when I had um, chronic pain, and I'm I could barely move, um, but I was told that it it might be able to help me, and so I, I gave it a shot. And I kept going every two, twice a week, all the time, religiously, and um, and slowly I started to, to find changes, positive changes in my life. Um, it definitely helped my pain. So that's, you know, obviously that's a huge, huge um, blessing. But in addition to that, it brought more confidence to me, um, to my life. It introduced me to a group of like-minded people who were supportive and generous. Um, let's see. It, I learned a lot about myself, um, especially doing the yoga teacher training. Because you're confronted with, when you have to get up in front of people and tell them what to do with their bodies and show them what to do with their bodies, <laughs> it, it really brings up a lot of things, especially for someone like me who had a lot of body issues and, 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 and never felt comfortable in front of people um, at taking the lead or anything like that. And so all of those things you're, you're confronted with during a yoga teacher training so that that is um a really interesting thing on its own but yoga in general you know it definitely makes you physically stronger but it it brings you inner peace um a lot of the yoga teachers that i enjoy the most they theme their classes they bring the spiritual element to it and the magic of yoga and why it's different than other forms of exercise um one of the ways it's different is that everything is tied to the breath. So you breathe through the poses, and you could be in a really challenging pose, a very challenging pose, but you're, you're taught to breathe through it, and then you can take that off the mat, and in your life when you're faced with something that's really challenging, you turn to your breath, and you just breathe through it, and you know that you'll get through it. And um, there's so many lessons and tools that yoga gives you that you can apply from the mat, off the mat, into your life that have helped me um, on this process and in my life in general. And that's, those, those are some of the reasons why I love yoga. Now, were you able to, I know in the original concept you spoke of it as being a yoga center with yogurt being served, and that's not what's evolved at this point. Do you still plan to do that, or, or is, it, is it two separate things? Yeah, I had to scale down. Um, uh, just to, so I could get something open, I I still did dream of doing the combo. Yes, I would love to do the combo in the future. I have not given up on that. It's not something I'm focusing on right now at all. Right now, I'm just focusing on uh, making the first store successful. Um, but yes, I would love to do that in the future. It just changes the ambiance. So yeah. It, well, I mean, the whole idea 
started, you know, started from the joke with my cousin, but also it was, it was a place for yoga students to hang out or and teachers, the yoga community to hang out before class, after class, because you don't get a lot of time to talk when you're, you don't have, you don't get to talk to your friends when you're in class. And, and yoga is a very community um, activity. So it was, it was, thought of to be a place where you could hang out with get a healthy treat before or after class. Very cool. Well, I certainly, I now call you, um, I have a colleague who has written a book called Successfully Mid-Air. And what she means by that phrase is that uh, we, we reach a certain point where we take off with something and we're, we're in the air and we're flying, but we haven't reached what is our ultimate destination. Uh, and I find it to be an interesting place when you think about it because there is a great deal of persistence required to keep doing the day-to-day activities that have to be done to take your vision to the next highest level or to continue to keep it operating. Um, what, do you, what do you think those activities are for you and how, I mean, what do you do to stick with it and persist? I, I think for... For me right now, those activities are are what what will make this first store successful. And you know, it took me four years to get one open, which was a long time. And I didn't, I never knew if it would actually happen. So I'm I'm so grateful to be where I am right now. And um, right now, the focus is getting our operations down. You know, since we are making our own products from scratch, it's. Uh, finding out what our production schedule is for that so we don't make too much where we have to dump some and we don't make too little where we run out. So we're, we're constantly every week trying to figure out, okay, how did last week go? What do we need to do? You know, how can we change our production schedule for this week? It's um, making our customers happy. It's getting the word out to people that we exist. Um, it's doing things like payroll and um, getting all the proper licenses from the health department. Um, insurance is all of that kind of stuff. Um, it's hiring the proper team, which, you know, right now I'm really happy with everyone that we have on the, the yoga team. Um, so there are a lot of, I guess you could call them mundane, but because this is a passion project for me, I, I enjoy every aspect of it. I wish I had more time to give it, but I enjoy every single aspect of it. This is, this is what I, you know, been trying to do for four years. So it's, it's, I'm enjoying all of it. Um, and uh, as far as what do I do to stick with it, it, it's it's pretty easy for me because it's a passion thing. So um, it, it's the, I think the biggest problem is just the exhaustion that I get sometimes because it's just nonstop between my full-time job and yogurt. And, you know, it's, it's just nonstop. And so I have to find a balance between that and <laughs> you know, living a healthy life. But, and um, I imagine the yoga the yoga helps with that as well. The yoga does. You know, there's only been a week or two, I think, during this process where I wasn't able to make it to class. But I really try my best to continue the yoga classes because um, they do. They really help help me. A yoga also keeps you focused. It really because when you're focusing on a pose, you know, all your you know your whole body is focused on on what you're doing and. So it, it helps to keep you focused, and it, co- it helps to clear away the clutter, and so you just you can go work towards your vision. Um, so yes, yoga is a big part of um, keeping me um, keeping me going and sticking to the stuff that I have to do right now. So how will you know 
when you've achieved the level of success that you want? That's a very interesting question. Um, I, I think, you know, for me, yoga is my way of sharing yoga with the world. After you do a yoga teacher training, you really want to spread yoga and because it, it just helps in so many aspects of life. Um, and for me, I knew teaching, actually teaching the classes wasn't my gift. I, I enjoy doing them, and I want to do them in the future, but it's, it's not my perfect gift. And I, I found that yoga, even though some might say it's an organic frozen yogurt store, they might not see the connection, but it's, it's my way of spreading yoga, and I want to bring people joy and inner peace. And so I think that's how I know if it's a success. When, when people come in and they're just so happy, I, you can see their reaction when they taste the yogurt or when they're talking with their friends. And um, that, that makes me feel like I'm, I'm uh, successful. But I do have big goals for yogurt, more than just one store. And so, you know, I think making sure that we're profitable, um, that's a big thing about being successful. Um, and also, um, yeah, just being able to work towards those other goals that I, that I have. But I, I feel pretty happy with where things are right now. Well, what do you recommend as a first step for anybody who wants to do something like what you're doing, starting a business uh, in, in, a, in a passion version where uh, it's, it's, not, it's not just your ordinary business but something a little unique or has a certain special spin to it? Um. I, I would first of say you can do anything that you want to do. If I can do this with no restaurant experience and no money, and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if, if I can do this, I truly believe that anyone can do anything that they really want to do. It's a lot of work. I mean, I have put everything I have, uh, you know, time, money, everything into this. Um, but it is persistence. It's doing a little something each day, even when you don't see the end. You don't know what the outcome is. I never, I never knew I'd get one store open. It, without knowing what the outcome is, just take the steps to, to have your dream, your passion come to be. Um, and, and don't give up and don't listen to the people that may not support you because there's tons of people who will support you and those are the people that you want to surround yourself with. Um, so I hope that answers the question. It does. It's very well said. Uh, it's something that I think I, I echo your words a great deal. We don't know the results are coming. We can't see it when we're on the ground working toward it, so we just have to keep taking those steps. You know. Yes. Melissa, you yes. have been just such an inspiration uh, for other people who are attempting to do this. It's, I really appreciate the fact that you've come and joined us today. Um, how can people learn more about you and your shop? Where is it? How do we follow you? Yeah. Um, so we are in Kenneth Village in Glendale. The address is 1407 West Kenneth Road. Um, it's a cute little street in the north of 134. Um, you can find us through our website at yoga-urt.com. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at yoga underscore U-R-T, Facebook at Yoga Earth, and Twitter at Yoga Earth. Um, so we're definitely on social media. Um, also, we just were featured uh, in this month's Yoga Journal 
LA Yoga, sorry, LA Yoga Magazine, and um, and listed as one of five everyday places to visit. That was yesterday. So the, the Ooh, press is exciting. kind of finding us, yeah, mm-hmm. which is exciting. Um, but I think our website and through our social media sites um, are the best ways. And then, of course, come on in and get some fresh yogurt and, and smoothies. We have smoothies as well. That's great. Well, everyone, today Melissa's dream has come true. Uh, she, As she puts in her circulars, she is proud to serve L.A.'s yogis and foodies a delicious, healthy, non-dairy, soy-free, gluten-free, soft-serve treat. And from my words, she is now a businesswoman who is successfully mid-air. Congratulations, Melissa. Thank you so much, Susan. I appreciate it. So thank you all for listening in today. So many of us have dreams about what we want to create in our lives, and it's such a blessing to be able to hear from someone who has launched her own business and now is in the process of growing it wherever she wants to take it. Remember, success is the process of taking small steps continually until you achieve your dreams. You can create what you desire. You can choose rainbows over ruins. You can choose your universe. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for tuning in today. If you've been inspired by this show, leave a rating or review on iTunes and visit www.rainbowsoverruins.com to receive a free chapter from Susan's book. On behalf of Susan Shireko, this has been Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity, sharing the journeys of those affected by sudden and great loss and what they did to heal, rebuild, and where they are now.